morning. I'm Jim Murphy. We're here at the Grow Forward offices, and I've got the pleasure today to spend a little time with Juan Sines from uh, Local Foods. Juan, welcome. Welcome. Thank Good you. to have you here. Uh, Juan is a longtime uh, Chicago uh, person and born and raised in the area. Why don't you give us a little bit about your background early on? Yeah, you know, Jim, I, I grew up on the southwest side. Uh, I ended up going to DePaul studying computers. Uh, but growing up, we would always go to Mexico. Uh, we had family who, uh, family friends that owned avocado farm in Michoacan. So we would always hang out there in the summers, break my ankles, running on the avocados on the floor. <laughs> uh, I would uh, also go to farms in Indiana with my family and pick our own cucumbers and, and, s and uh, other produce. Um, but either way, back to after DePaul, you know, I uh, went out to the southwest side and did a lot of, like, nonprofit work. And Let's talk a little yeah. bit about that. So um, uh, you did some um, some work in the Little Village area? Yeah. You know, what, tell, tell us a little bit. What was the specific organization you worked with there? I worked for an organization called, uh, it's now uh, shut down, but it used to be called the Little Village Community Development Corporation. Uh -huh. One of the things we worked on was getting a, a high school built in the community. Another thing I worked on was uh, working around the issues of violence and uh, helping reduce violence and connecting people to social services that they might need. Uh -huh. Yeah. So they, they had an office there when people would come in and talk about the situation and you just you'd work them right into the system to kind of help them as, as best they could? Absolutely. And another thing I did would be I would get the, the pastors from the church, uh, different people from different nonprofits or different city services, get them together to meet once in, uh, uh, a week so they could know each other, uh, do uh, connect each other because we don't always know everything and we might be able to connect someone that might need those services, might need a job, might need mental health. So how do you think um, your education at DePaul and, and your focus of study is helping you, helped you with nonprofit work that you were doing? Well, one thing I would have to say DePaul is the Vincentian spirit. One thing we learn is service to others, leadership through, through service. And uh, one thing at DePaul, I did a lot of uh, uh, service field trips um, and, you know, help pass out food, help uh, clean up buildings, stuff like that, you know. So another thing is I help with databases and help data and help show. Because that was your major. Yeah. I uh -huh. through, through data and reports and querying reports, I was able to show that these, our nonprofit was effectively using those dollars. Was, uh, you know, we were doing, helping this amount of families, helping this amount of kids, this amount of people were going to graduate. Um, you know, and, and producing that in reports. So what did you do after you worked with the little group in, uh, or the group in Little Village? After that, I went to work in Logan Square. I went to work in the Logan Square uh, with the Boys and Girls Clubs. I met an amazing man named John Steffen, who was my mentor. And um, I just learned a lot. I learned about raising, how to raise money, how to develop connections with people in the community, because I was a new community. Um, I'd served on the board of LSNA, Logan Square Neighborhood Association. After, after Little Village, um, what was your, what, what, what did you do next? Well, after that, I went up to Logan Square and I, and I worked with an amazing man named John Steffen at the Logan Square Boys and Girls Club. And it was an amazing place, um, a really special place. Um, we basically fed kids, helped them with their homework and provide, uh, you know, social services to the families and, and provide a game room and a gym on top. And it was it was pretty amazing, really special. Cool. So after your uh, your work at 
with the Boys and Girls Club in Logan Square, you've made a transition to food service yeah. and, and the food business. Why, why and what were, what were you thinking about then? Well, what I was thinking is I just wanted to do something different. Um, I also love food. I love to eat it. And I also love to learn about it. But I didn't know where to start, so I started working at a grocery store. Uh, from the bottom up, packaging Brussels sprouts and green beans in the cooler uh, up to the sky. And then I, well they realized that I was doing that really good and fast, and they kept moving me up and having me do different things. And I was just learning and learning how to do wet rags, how to make orange juice, how to make avocado, uh, you know. And this was all when you were at Jewel? Yes. And Jewel was giving you all this training. Yes. And then I did, uh, was even about to do salsa. And then just, you know, learning the basics of, of uh, facing. It so sounds so simple, but facing is so important uh, to a retail place, you know, facing your apples and stuff like that, yeah. So. And after Jewel, what did you do then? After that, I went to work for another place called Fresh Time where I worked the wet rack there, and it was an another learning experience. What does that mean, you worked the wet rack? Well, the wet rack is when you go into the store and you see this beautiful wall of vegetables that look like they've been smushed together. Right. And uh, on one side, there's a conventional, and the other side, there's an organic section. Try to make a, the most beautiful display possible to make people want to walk to the back of that store and purchase products. And I learned a lot uh, just about how to talk to customers, how to listen, you know, and how to make things really nice. Yeah. So during this period of time, you've been in the produce side of the uh, food industry, there's been a fairly significant resurgence in yeah. interest in produce and people uh, people are beginning to fully understand the, the health benefits of produce, nutritional value and mm. and, uh, uh, and kind of going into produce in some ways almost like how they find a nice bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. um, so from fresh time you moved on to where? Where I'm at now, local foods. Local foods. Yes. And uh, what do you do there? What I do there is I have an amazing job where I'm the produce manager. I get to work for an am with amazing people, and uh, I get to meet amazing farmers, amazing vendors uh, from around the Midwest. What do you mean when you say you get to meet farmers? As a produce manager, you get to actually meet the farmer? Yeah, that's a great question because there's a lot of small farms in the Midwest, um, and they, they will literally drive their stuff from where they're at and just introduce themselves and, 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 and show their, their product and talk to them. There's just a lot of farmers that just need a little exposure and they just don't have the, the people power to get, get there, you know. But they, they, they bring it right into, the into you and, and you put it out there and you start talking about it. Yeah, a lot of times it starts with a sample. I'll get a sample from these farmers and I will give these samples to my customers and just ask them for feedback on what they think. Um, one of those farms is uh, Backyard Farm Fresh over there by the south side by 46 and Laughlin. Um, James is a guy who um, brought me some samples and now he has more varieties and, and the customers are responding to it. Yeah. Good. That's a locally sourced product. What about something like apples? What do you, what do, you do with apples? Well, with apples... Not all people like the same apples. Not all people want sweet apples. There's some people that want tart apples. There's some people that don't want uh, super hard apples because it could hurt their teeth. You know, because some people might have implants or just they just their teeth, you know, might hurt. So what I try to do is just have a assortment of apples, 
give it a nice beautiful space and, and make it look really pretty the whole point is to put a my goal is to put a whole case of apples in the spot so I don't have to go back and forth that's all but right now what we're selling is uh, Honeycrisp Fuji apples um, I brought in an apple from not local but out of Mount Hood Oregon called a golden gem apple uh, which is a beautiful yellow apple that tastes like a pear. Uh, we also have uh, pink ladies. Yeah, stuff like that. But they, when the customer comes into local foods, they will know when they have a local apple. Yeah, I write down signage exactly where it's from, the name, and how many miles it is from the city of Chicago. Um, and another thing, if, if I have an item that's not local, I'll put a Beyond Local sticker, but I will still know exactly where that stuff is coming from. So if people want to know, where it's coming from, that's not a problem. What about something like avocados? You talked about avocados. I mean, we don't grow them at all local here. Do you, do you sell them at local foods? That's a good question. I do have some customers that are sticklers saying, why are you selling avocados? But you know, for the most part, 99% of the customers, they want the avocado. It's also save, saves them time from going to another place. But here's the deal. I'm not bringing any avocado. I'm bringing the best tasting avocado you'll ever have. It tastes like green butter. It's beautiful. When you get home, it won't taste like water. It's going to taste delicious. Do you know where that avocado is coming from? Yes. Uh, the avocados I'm sourcing now are from Michoacan, and they are absolutely delicious, and they're a big hit with my customers. My customers will get mad if I don't have those specific avocados because they're just now used to it. I have, I literally, I will hear about it the next day. Another thing I did is I brought in two different avocados that were organic, not local, over there, grown in California. One was called a bacon, named after the scientist that helped create it. And another one's called a fuerte, fuerte because, in English it means strongest, because that tree is hardy and it could survive colder uh, climates because there was an issue once of a deep freeze in the evening and it killed all these trees, but that one survived. What about, like, uh, mushrooms? Mushrooms, yeah. Mushrooms are really popular in the store. It's one of the reasons a lot of customers come. So right now, a lot of our mushrooms are coming from River Valley uh, over there in Wisconsin. Another one is coming from um, Kenneth Square over there in uh, Pennsylvania. And so some people, when people come in, they're going to know whether they're buying the Wisconsin mushroom or the Pennsylvania mushroom. Do we have any Chicago mushrooms? That's a great question. Right now, we have a, we have a two great mushroom companies growing, one in Humboldt Park called uh, Windy City and another one called Four Star Mushroom growing in Logan Square. I really love their mushrooms, uh, particularly Windy City. I love their chestnut mushrooms. Another thing I like to do is help my other departments in the store. So I would always say this, this certain mushroom will go great with lamb. It will go great with this type of flank steak. Um, and so just to, you know, cross promote what you could do with the mushrooms, you know. What about greens? What do you do in the, in the lettuce space? Lettuce space right now, um, I have my whole top wall dedicated to greens and herbs. Um, one of my favorite uh, companies is a company called Revel, um, located outside, maybe an hour outside of the Twin Cities. Uh, I think Medford, Minnesota. Their lettuce mix is one of the best things I've ever had. It lasts long, it's delicious. Um, another thing they do really well is their arugula, super delicious, super spicy, great in an omelet. And another thing they have is romaine crunch. Um, the customers drive as far into the suburbs just to buy the lettuce mix, and they impress all their foodie friends with it. Yeah. And that's an indoor greenhouse growing facility. 
and our greenhouse growing facility. They're doing great things. They collect their rainwater, clean it with UV light. Um, Dutch inspired. Um, there was uh, it was founded by I think co-founded by like someone uh, uh, someone from the Netherlands, and it just shows their stuff is just constant, constant, just consistent, delicious, uh, sweet. It is amazing. Yeah, that's wonderful. I, I I think I read somewhere that the two places you can buy that in Chicago is Local Foods and Italy. Yeah, true. Okay. We're one of the only places if 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 people wanted that to try Rebel, we're, we're, we have them. Yeah. Right. What about tomatoes? Great question. Uh, we got this great tomato from Mighty Vine. Uh, amazing. We right now, I'm carrying their cherry tomatoes, their tomato off the vine, and their red beefsteaks, and occasionally their orange beefsteaks and their uh, green tomatoes. Um, those The Mighty Vine tomato makes such an impression on my customers that it makes them buy more stuff. Uh, the tomato is, is the is what gets all the attention. It makes people so happy. I love to give samples to the families of, of the cherry tomatoes. I have washed it and give it to them. And when and that tomato, that cherry tomato will taste like just sweet and delicious like a fruit. Um, another thing I like to do with the tomato is with the beefsteak, with the Mighty Vine Red beefsteak is to cut it in pieces, add a little olive oil and salt and give that to customers just to let them know. And I also like to add different cheeses um, to combine with the tomato. Have you ever visited the Mighty Vine facility? I was really fortunate to visit the Mighty Vine uh, facility this this week on uh, on Tuesday. It was nothing, you know. You're driving and you're driving. You're like farm fields, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> you're like, "Holy cow!" And it's just a beautiful facility with with these glass windows. Um, I got to go inside, and I got a great tour by a guy named Danny, and then um, we we got to see the different facilities. I got to see how I got to see the amazing workers there. I got to sample some tomatoes, see the different varieties they're growing. Um, one of my favorite things about that place was looking at the bees and how they pollinate everything. Um, that was beautiful. I saw the twine on the on the tomatoes and how they're pushed up, and um, I learned a little bit of the um, of the of all that process. So yeah, it's, it was an amazing thing. Yeah. So I've heard through the rumor mills that if a local food customer's got a question about produce, they sometimes call you, sometimes you're on vacation, sometimes you're, you're, you're home, and they call you and talk to you and find out what you got or what you recommend. Is that, is that true? Yeah, one, one thing I like to do is, uh, on top of providing the best produce, I like to provide the very best customer service experience. I treat everyone like a VIP, whether they just stop in, just use the washroom, or to buy a bunch of produce. So what I uh, often customers ask for my phone number or email, so they can know to text me. So they could text me what's new. You know, they could text me when the stuff is coming in, um, and what do I recommend for them? I'd have people texting me from out of the country saying what's good, what's what's new. Uh, you know, I'm at this restaurant. You know, um, so it's pretty cool. Um, you know, I, but. Uh, I I appreciate all the customers that come in there. You know, up up near local foods retail um, shop where you work, the St Stanley's used to be. Yeah. Yeah, and they they've closed. Yeah. And uh, do you see people coming in and 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 looking at the product and seeing a difference in Stanley's and, and local foods? Yeah, one thing is I I've have been able to get some customers from Stanley's, but I also get customers that are saying, you know 
you know, wow, this is just, this is just great. I, you know, you're going to get more people coming in because of this. I do carry some things that are just not like, you know, people might not be used to. Like what? Like occasionally I'll carry uh, something called a cherry moya. I tried carrying a cherry moya, which is uh, related to the pawpaw fruit to give you some idea. Um, I, there's just different unique things I like to bring in that you might not That's see. That's not local. Not local, but it's something unique, organic, and just I like to do different things to show people just how, m how much what else is out there. You know, it won't be the sole focus of my the section, but I like to throw in a few little treats in there so people mm -hmm. can know about it. When customers come in to see you, do you talk about, uh, you talk at all about the nutritional value, the difference in nutritional value of what you're selling versus maybe what they might get at one of the other larger um, grocery stores? Do you, do you think about that? talk yeah. about that you know the one thing about the nutrition is that it's all about how fresh it is so one fortunate thing is that if I get the farmer coming in after two hours driving he just he or she might pick that yesterday I'm absolutely getting the freshest stuff and it's gonna have the f most nutritional value when it's fresh and also a lot of these farmers have really good soil and that also adds to the nutritional value where do you see this produce business going for you in the future what do you what do you see yourself doing in two to five years you you love the space you're going to stay in the space and and, and expand and grow in produce uh, a lot of customers are just used to like they'll be like i'm just used to this small space i just want it to be nice and small but you know we have to you know we eventually have to just expand thoughtfully um, just to keep carrying more volume because i'm getting just a lot and i'm getting more and more customers every week where at first i would sell a, a case or two of a certain item. Now I'm selling four or five cases of that item a week. So more one thing that's going on too is my customers, um, their word of mouth with me. So mm -hmm. there's a, I have a customer that lives in a high rise right by Lakeshore Drive. So she told all her neighbors in the building about me. So now they're coming to buy citrus. Uh -huh, or they're coming uh -huh, to buy uh -huh. tomatoes. Uh -huh. And it's also competition with them too. Like who's gonna get the most and, and I'm gonna give you this for free. So yeah, it's pretty nice. So how much of this, uh, this experience of being in local produce and, and healthy produce, how much do you think comes from your heritage, having family in Mexico and, 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 uh, and their relationship to the, to the uh, farms there in Mexico? You know what, it's, um, I was fortunate when I used to go to Michoacan to go to these, you know, my favorite thing was the avocado field because we used to hit each other with the avocados. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I just saw how, where it comes from, I saw a connection that the people that pick some of these things are of my heritage, and it's just an honor to open up these cases of of their work and 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 provide it to the people. You know, my grandfather used to sell produce, you know, in Mexico too. My grandmother used to sell bread in these little plazas. So it's just a, you know, I. It's, a, it's an honor that it comes from Mexico to me. Then I, I love to show people what it tastes like. Another thing too is I'm always learning like everybody. I want to learn different apples. I want to learn different, you know, different items to just, you know, talk about that to my customers. So I, 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 um, my thing is to always learn and always, you know, be curious. Well, I'm sure many of your new customers appreciate having you there because it's Sometimes it can be a bit confusing and overwhelming yeah. to s look at a produce, a well-stocked produce department and go, what is that? What is that? And you're, sometimes you're afraid to try things out, but if you're there helping them through the process, it's a great service, and uh, I'm sure you're, 
helping people pick nice, healthy, nutritious, good-tasting produce and fruit. Thank you so much for Thank coming. Thank you. All right, great.